This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 306 DGS. Tired of being a grown-up. Even even my (laughs) childlike version of grown-up. You know what I want to do? I just just want to go shop for a lunchbox. Remember those days? Yeah, yeah. when it was time to get your backpack and your lunchbox. Well, we didn't have backpacks. Um, they hadn't no. been invented yet. Um, we just carried our books. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm dead serious. You had. What, do we even have book bags? No. No. I know that I carried them all just you like just on my arms. Bindle, yeah. Bindles on a stick. When did backpacks <laughs> enter the social? Uh, after us, Rage. Sorry. <laughs> well, it was probably. It was probably. I just said I'm older than the 25th Amendment. <laughs> I would say it's probably like they got really popular. I would say when I was probably. Seventh, eighth grade, ninth grade, but by then I was like, I'm not getting that. I'm yeah. a, I don't want to be a nerd. <laughs> no, we literally just carried our books. Did you yeah. have a satchel? No, nope, no, had nothing. Just <laughs> books in your arms. Yeah. No, just a lunchbox. And it was, and it was a, a thing. I know you guys will be shocked by this, but it was a thing amongst us uh, friends, boys, where you just go up to your friend when he's carrying his books and just smack him out of his hand. Oh, bullying! <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you yeah. only do it what to do the friend. What do you call friends. that thing? It's not bullying if it's your friend. As, had, as someone who got the books knocked out of his hands, we uh, had this thing amongst the fraternity. Yeah, I never, I never, I never knocked the books. Oh, yeah. see, I was always a victim of the book knocking. I, I know I was in a really odd environment, but I was in a class of like twenty-two people, and there were eleven boys. And we were all friends, so we did those things to each other. Like there was nobody to pick on. There was no room for it. There was no outcast. It was just everybody was the same because we're all in this stupid little class. Were you the big man on campus? Ah, there was no such thing. Out of the 11? Depends on cir- on the thing you're talking about. You know, like baseball, yeah, I was uh, in junior high. But there are a couple of us that were like me and, dang it, I mean, r- the rivalry I had with Patty for grades, we were always like head-to-head, like I've trying to win Patty. that. Yeah, damn it. She was always, she always beat me. She won every time. She so got the valedictorian. Were- Athlete, scholar, yeah, but in our, it didn't, it didn't play that way in my little Catholic junior high thing. Like everybody was just. A... Meanwhile, I was in a band called Raw Toast, and I didn't know until my graduation that they kept a GPA. <laughs> so... it's a true story. You guys haven't been writing all this stuff down. Have you? We were signing each other's yearbooks, and Scott Finky. Someone said to Scott Finky, "Hey, I, got, I heard you got into Rala." He's like, "Yeah, my GPA was just strong enough." And I go, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, GPA. I'm like, what? and I swear to God, this is what I said. What does that stand for? 
Huh. Oh, Grandpa, right. I get it. it <laughs> my Grandpa's too strong. I yeah. just figured you got your grades, you threw them away, try yeah. again, better luck next year. They're not writing that stuff down. So, Dave, what kind of lunchbox would you be shopping for? Oh, boy, oh, boy, what a question. Oh, gosh. I can't even, honestly, I think, I'm, I think I had one once. It was such a critical decision back then. We were very much the brown bag. I was a brown bag lunch kid. Yeah, same. But I did get some lunch boxes. Did you? Yeah. Which are probably among the most disgusting things in the world. A little yeah, thermos in there. Especially when they're little right? boys. A little, like, yeah, you're right. Phoebe's was bad enough. <laughs> there was one piece of Dorito that should have a degree from ICD. I bet I had one when I was like third grade. My mom's like, no, not anymore. I'm not cleaning that thing. Mine was so stinky and I love to smell it. I had a <laughs> I had a like, like I'm sorry. I smell it like that. I'm sorry. But I, I had I did. like a soft vinyl one. It was shaped like a fish and you'd open wow. the fish's mouth with a zipper Look who's and rich. take the food out. That thing smelled like <laughs> like death. a fish. Like a fish. <laughs> like, so a real, like a real zip up fish. Uh, I used it until like the eyes were falling out of its head from the stench. You guys are really grossing me out with your lunchbox. <laughs> oh, come on. This is, Don't make me out yeah, you. Is, I know how gross you can be. So. Well, yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what would your, real quick, Dave, what would yeah. your lunchbox be now? Not the one that you would have picked out. Sasquatch. Oh, yeah. 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 How come when I asked you that question 30 seconds ago, you were like, hmm. Well, I'm mad at you because you have a Steiner on. <laughs> because you asked him. <laughs> your question was, what would the lunchbox be when he was a kid? Mine's saying, what's it now? Mm. No, I said, what kind of lunchbox would you be shopping for, yeah. Dave? Yeah, oh, he and didn't he say was, that. And he was like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. I'm getting medical care for you. <laughs> so just... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and it's being thrown uh, in my face. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to do with what you can. <laughs> what you got for stairway? Um, all right, so kind of a choice. Do you guys want to do anything that's remotely serious, or would you rather do something that's a little less so? Less so. Less so. All right, so... <clears throat> There's this buzz in the in the world of people who like to read. Mm-hmm. I call them readers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think you're so that smart. Uh, you know, there's this meme that goes around like people don't read anymore. Like like nobody reads anymore. And somebody who studies like people's behavioral patterns made the note that basically like one percent of people who call themselves readers actually drive the numbers of people who read the most. Like. There's a, there's a really small group of people that read an inordinate amount of time, and then nobody else basically reads much anymore. And I thought that was fascinating, and I wonder if you guys think there are any other hobbies, pastimes, things that you're into where the very small percentage of people dictate basically the most of the, of the activity within that group. Because I think that's true for sports fans. I think that's true for people that are like what drives Monday night football or what drives it. I think a very small number of uh, people in the population drive the majority of purchases in sports fandom. Hmm. Like people like me, I would be a super buyer when it comes to sports. I've got all the subscriptions and I get the jerseys and I buy tickets. Like I don't think that's something that the rest of you guys do on a regular basis. Right. So I'm carrying this group. What are, what are the things you guys do that you think do you or is there something that you guys are into like that where you think you're in that group hmm. that you're carrying it because like my wife would be one that is helping carry that reading group mm-hmm. reads nonstop all the time I mean that's just for for entertainment not for educational purposes I'm in the group that uh, I'm in the group that funds 
author's luxurious life <laughs> because, okay, so let me take it back to grade school. In grade school, I had this thing called the Weekly Reader, and it was about once every two months, and it would come out, and it was like a little maybe five-page yeah. paper catalog. Yeah, yeah. I okay. used to get them, yeah. So I was obsessed with ordering books, not so much reading the books. <laughs> so the idea of reading was and better to than to this that. day, I have... Over 700 books on my iPad. And then they... How many of you have you read? Well, here, I'm getting to that. Okay. Then they <laughs> added this feature where it shows what percentage you've read. Oh, nice. And if you look at it, it's like this. 3, 8, 2, 3, 18, 2, 0, 0, 3, 2, 8. <laughs> So I'm about where I was in third grade. So you're, that's actually proving the point, right, yes. that we're I'd talking about. I love to order. Like I'll see on TikTok, and I'll see a book. Like someone the other day said, like, why has no one ever told me this before? The greatest self-help book of all time. Oh, 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 my God. I almost tripped to getting to my iPad and buying it. Okay, here we go. Here's the rest of my night. Uh, prologue, introduction. Hmm. I think I'm going to eat a Snickers bar. And then I may go back to it in a year. <laughs> Sounds like you helped yourself. I don't, I mean, I I think the book worked. Yeah, maybe I'm just really good at yeah. it. Yeah. It's just, it's fascinating because I think a lot of things are like that. But when it comes to certain activities like reading, it's 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 referred to as a problem. It's a sign of the times. People reading. aren't reading anymore. And what the, what the person, I forget what they study, but they study human behavior. And they're basically like, yeah, for the most part throughout human history, most people don't read that much. A lot of people didn't know how to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but especially even in modern times, like most people are You're not. Right. That's yeah. just funny to me for some reason. And, and why aren't you reading more? And then even <laughs> when people I could. Mean, I would love to. Even when people did have more, you know, people were more literate. Most people didn't have time to read, so it was the wealthy class that would read the most. Yeah, because the workers, ah, you don't have time for that, and then you had to read by candlelight, like none of that stuff. And it's, I just thought that was fascinating to think about. It's like it's this lost value. But let me push back on reading. Let me push back against reading. Okay, against and, it. And I have read. I'm in the top ten percent of all time readers. Just law school, that whole kind of thing. Sure, sure, sure. I get so much more out of a television show, like a documentary. I get more out of a five-minute TikTok, like a smart TikTok. Sticks with you. Than I do reading because there's something about my brain. I don't know what it is, but I just don't have the attention span to read the way I do to get something visually or auditory or, yeah, yeah. you know. Well, a lot of that is reading is a lot like building up a muscle. Uh, if you're reading something really dense, if you're not reading it all the time, then it is a lot harder to focus. But if I'm sure when you were in law school, it was a different situation because yeah. you were forced to do it all the time. Yeah. So that muscle was just you're right. stronger. You're right. yeah. I bought the, uh, I still have it on my iPad, the Songs of Ice and Fire. Is that what it is? Yeah. Game yeah. of Thrones. Here's what I found. Oops. Wait a second. And uh, <laughs> you were done. I'm sorry. <laughs> you did have a pause there. Not even supposed to be cracking the mic. Uh <laughs> Come a long way here, haven't we, <laughs> Dave? If I, Dave, if, if I'm, if I may. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that never was mind. really funny because you like started the thought, and he's like, "Yeah, no, joke's gone." I thought you, I'm yeah, sorry. No, joke's gone. I'm really proud of yourself. <laughs> you just deprived these people of a really mediocre Game of Thrones joke. <laughs> please, please, back to you. Uh, well, I was, I was just gonna say that I find that it's easy to Dave. If I can, just really quickly. <laughs> Rachel with the snipe. 
<laughs> Sorry. Go on, Pinocchio. No, now I feel bad. I don't even want to say anything now. I feel stupid. <laughs> well, that's why I'm making you talk. <laughs> so, no, I just, I, 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 it's like, it's hard to start a book, right? Like, that's the hardest thing to do. Like, that's I really true. wish you'd have stopped right after that. <laughs> that would have been great. He's right, though. That is the hardest thing. Like, we have the library across mm-hmm. the street, and we all have library cards. And I think all the time I need to read more, but then, it, you know, then I have to walk well, across the street. Yeah, let me put that. Like, this is why I asked this, because I joking, I jokingly will, you know, duel with my wife about this, because she's a reader. I'm not. For entertainment, I mean. Mm-hmm. I read nonstop for work, which is part of the reason I don't want to read for entertainment, because I have to to do the job that I do. But it's not entertainment. Why is it? Why is reading for entertainment considered better than watching a movie or playing video games or Fair watching question. TV? Because it's fiction. Mm-hmm. It's it's something. I mean, one of them you can't see and you have to imagine. And I do think it's important that people use imagination. But to a, if you're just spending time to entertain yourself, what's the difference? Because I know movie snobs will be like, I can't believe you watch reality TV, or I can't believe you play video games. But you should watch cinema, because cinema is more valuable. Why? Why is it more valuable? Andrew, you want to feel that one, too? You know, once you're really, like, in the middle of a book, like, <laughs> but it's just like when you kick off the page you know the, one, that's you know the easiest struggle. part of the book. It's the end. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people fake a lot of things, too. You think fake it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of voracious readers and a lot of voracious workout people, but I think yeah. I think we all sort of exaggerate our good points. Yeah. I, and again, I'm not saying there's no value in what that is, but there's definitely judgment yeah. that goes the other way. I used to say, Rach, I've said this to you over the years. I have said for many years, oh, I'm a voracious reader. When in actuality, I'm a voracious purchaser of books. <laughs> I mean, they're two very different things. It's yeah. like if I bought running shoes and never put them on, right? I mean, am I really a... Voracious runner? Mm-hmm. It's a real question. Something yep. to think about. 24 GGS. Happy Thursday to you. Let's do a uh, couple uh, pieces of audio, please. Yeah. Okay. So you have a couple, you have a, something from Peter Griffin. Oh, this is actually, you take it. So this is a uh, real life Peter Griffin. Have you guys seen real life Peter Griffin? He's Maybe. This, he's a guy nope. who, you know if you saw him, because he looks and sounds exactly like <laughs> Peter Griffin. And that's kind of like his whole deal. That's his whole thing. Like, uh, I mean, I'll let him tell his story, but he, uh, uh, this is just how he makes his money, I suppose. Did you ever just, or, uh, believe that you would be a big success? Honestly, I, I just dressed like Peter Griffin at Comic-Con like 11 years ago with my friends and decided to have fun, and then it turned into this whole career thing. And uh, the, the shout-out of Family Guy, I didn't believe people at first. I was like, they, they did not shout me out on Family Guy. And then people were sending me the clips. I'm like, holy shit, they really and did? He looks So uh, it, it's been quite a trip. Exactly like him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, he does. Here, we can play my audio next. Uh, this was I meant to play this on Valentine's Day. This is another TikTok guy. Um, he's doing an impression of Trump and Biden, and I just thought it was funny and cute. I want to wish you a happy Valentine's Day, even if you're a sad, lonely loser with no lover, by the way, because we know you're going to go to CVS and buy chocolate and eat it alone, and you love to do it because you're a little fat, so. And sweet baby Cupid is doing a lot of great work. He's a good friend of mine. He's launching arrows. And we're supplying him with the best American arrows money can buy, folks. Look, fours, 
Close. Cupid. Cupid's coming to town, man. Baby. Baby with a diaper. Close. <laughs> I just love, like, sweet baby Cupid. Like. <laughs> baby with a diaper. <laughs> that just, I wish that was real. <laughs> it's hard to wish too hard. It's like the, you got a bug on you. <laughs> oh, thanks. All right, Wheels, uh, your audio says overtime. Oh, yeah, you want to do a, This is from the Super Bowl, right? So you might obviously went to overtime. And apparently, one of the two teams, I'll let you guys figure it out after you hear the audio, did not know it's about crazy. the new overtime rules. It is tails. You want the ball? Which way do you want to kick? You want to kick that way? San Francisco received first in overtime. Good luck, gentlemen. They want it. They want the ball. They want it. Hey, they want it. They wanted it, baby. We want them to have the ball. They want it, they can have it. Hey, even if we score a touchdown, they still get the ball. I didn't know that. So hey, wait, wait, I knew this. I know. How did they not know this? This is the Super Bowl. By the way, it's a really good thing that Patrick Mahomes is so amazing at football because he looks weird and he sounds just like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> he does. He's definitely a weird dude. Right? Yeah, he's they a weird the cat. They want the ball! They want it! It's a couple of things. Like, one, it, uh, Shanahan, is uh, he's the coach of the Niners, has been getting a lot of crap because he's made he made the wrong decision there. It doesn't necessarily mean you lost because of that. But strategically, it's the bad decision. Yeah, because you want to if you if you go second, you know exactly what, what you, you have, have to, to do. do, right? So if you're going first, you can maybe settle for a field goal, and that might make you more conservative, or you know. But when you're when you know what you have to do, you res- you take away all those restraints, you take away all of the the caution or anything like that, and you're gonna you're gonna you know what you got to do. Well, in this case, they knew all they had to do was score a touchdown, and the game is over. Pretty embarrassing. And what's the worst part here to me is that, yeah, the head coach deserves crap and the whole coaching staff for not realizing it, not knowing. But how can you be a professional at something and not know the rules? Agreed. I knew the rules. Yeah. I don't, I've never played a game of football in my life. I knew what the overtime rules were. And that was the, that was the fullback for the Niners, Kyle Juszczyk, who was saying that. But they were all like, well, I didn't know that. What, what do you, how do you not know? Crazy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 336 DGS on KMOX. Gorgeous day out there. Dave Murray joins us. Hello, Dave. Yes, we say goodbye to it for just a little bit, though. Just a a couple of days. (laughs) What do we say hello to? Uh, Cold and Mm -hmm. some snow. And some sleep. Most of the slop is tomorrow. Uh, and probably will start snowing in St. Louis first thing in the morning. It's mainly a snow event, though there will be some sleet and there will be a little rain mixed in because temperatures are going to be between 32 and 35 degrees most of the day. But it should get going when temperatures are right around 32, 33. Sloppy, wet snow. It's a little Alberta clipper, so it's in and out pretty quickly. But we're going to see the slop most of the day. And by the time it winds down, one, maybe two inches of sloppy, wet snow. You get up to the north. Let's get it up to, oh, let's say Troy over to Jerseyville. There could be three or four inches of snow. That snow line appears to be moving a little north right now as far as the forecast is concerned. But kind of like the idea of one to two inches inches road temperatures are warm air temperatures marginal borderline so i think the roads will get pre-treated especially the major highways so we should be okay with the roads but once you get in the secondary roads driveways parking lots stuff like that a little bit sloppy only 35 for the high down to 22 some snow flurries around friday evening windy so it's going to feel colder Saturday is lots of sunshine, but don't let it fool you because it's going to only reach a high of 34 degrees. That's the coldest of the weekend, down to 25 degrees Saturday night. And Sunday, a cold morning with temperatures trying to get up to the freezing point, but sunshine and maybe 49.50 for the high temperature on Sunday afternoon. And I could see some low 60s by the middle to end of next week. Wow. Uh, Yeah, so just hang in there for 24 hours. Dave, how are we doing on uh, rain, snow, moisture levels? We're doing okay. Uh, you know, in the winter time, though, the more the merrier kind of thing. As we we get into you know the spring, we should see an uptick in that moisture. So we don't want anything weird. The rivers are still pretty low, so we could always use a little bit more. But we're doing okay. Snowfall, we're well below average. So coming from your friend who doesn't mind wasting money, is it a gigantic waste of money to throw any bird seed um, or uh, grass seed out there? <laughs> well, that's what you're doing, throwing okay. out bird. That's what I figured. <laughs> <laughs> it's our it's too early for that. Too early for Anybody that. feed the birds? I only feed the birds people food. I used to feed them almost like all the time. And then, then you start to realize this is really an expensive hobby. Mm. Yeah, mostly just like bread, mm. pasta. Uh, <laughs> they like Mexican food. Do they? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, they migrate to the yeah, you know, they migrate to the south, so oh they bring that with them. Yeah, they want the refried beans. My grandma always had a hummingbird feeder, yeah, and it was filled with what looked like cherry Kool Aid, and I was always like, "Yum!" I know I exactly what you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd yep. love to get oh, some yeah. of that. Oh yeah. When my dad was full blown Alzheimer's, but before he went to the nursing home, he had this epic Planet of the Apes level war with squirrels. 
<laughs> and he had a bird feeder, which he loved, and the uh, squirrels would get to it, of course. So he put an upside-down bowl over it, mm-hmm. and that worked for a couple days. Then they learned how to you know, right. manipulate that. So he poured Wesson oil all over it, and he would sit out there in his little lawn chair, and the squirrels would jump down on it and just go, their little hairy asses flying off and smack the ground, and he would just bend over and crack it up. <laughs> and they, But they'd go right back up and try oh, it yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, headlines, Rach. Brought to you by Schnooks. Reward yourself daily with the Schnooks Rewards app. So meant to do this one on Valentine's Day, too, but yesterday was a very uh, strange show taken over by very serious breaking news. But a 70-year-old love letter was found in an antique toolbox in Michigan. thought that was kind of cute. It was a letter from 1953 from Army Corporal Irving G. Fleming to Mary Lee Cribs of Grand Rapids, Michelin. Michigan. So, what? Michigan, not Michelin. Oh, now you're both it? saying it wrong. <laughs> you said <you're> right <laughs> well, I know. Not I, I, Michelin. You, I, I meant to say Michi- Michigan. The two of you could not sound drunker right now. <laughs> yeah, I want the audience to know, like, like, I to... know how to say this word. <laughs> yeah, I misspoke. That was a pretty fun little back and forth. <laughs> That's in Michelin. Michelin. It's like, no, it's Michelin. That's what you meant to it's say. Michelin. Shouldn't have even done the story. It was nope. stupid. Let's move on. <laughs> but it gave us some awesome. <laughs> a total solar eclipse is going to occur in yes. 13 states on April 8th. And yep. it looks like it might reach us here in Illinois and Missouri. Yep. In parts of these states, anyway. The so, last total eclipse was, of course, in 2017. Yeah. Dave, we'll have a little here, but then, like, maybe an hour or two south, it'll be full, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, as we get closer, we'll home in on that quite yeah. a bit. But yeah, it's not total across St. Louis, but you don't have to go very far. Anyone down in like DeSoto, Barnhart, Farmington, if you'd like to invite us to come do the show from like the patio at your bar, that'd be a lot of fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Did you guys do anything for the last one? Uh, I was out on my boat uh, on the lake at Innsbruck. Okay. Yeah. We did kind of a similar thing. I think I, it was a work day, right? Yeah, it was. Because I remember I took the day yes. off and we went to a friend's house on a lake and we just yeah. all sat out there and we're like, cool. And then, of course, we treated it like a party. <laughs> it, was, it was food and. Everyone had their own amazing experience, but being out on the lake, uh, when when it hit full, it it was just crazy because all yes, the lights the around bugs. the lake and all the bugs and all the yep, nighttime. The yeah. it, it's one of the few things in my life that uh, surpassed my huge expectations. Mm. You know, that was it was really cool when you're sitting mm-hmm. there and it turns dark and all of a sudden you're like. The crickets and the... so much cooler than I thought it would be. Man, like everything changed. And it was like instant. Yeah. So Vladimir Putin says that Russia prefer... prefer, Now I can't talk. Now it's in my head. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't say anything. I'm sorry, Say hamburger. It's okay, Dave. I hope he doesn't Uh, attack Michelin. (laughs) (laughs) He prefers Biden to Trump. In a new interview with Russian state television, Putin said that he prefers Biden because he's more experienced, more predictable, and he's a politician of the old formation. So Mm. I think Trump's going to spin that. He has already talked about it. He says he considers that to be a great compliment. Of course Uh, course it is. Because, you know, why why does anybody think that Putin is saying what he really thinks anytime, anywhere? Yeah. I mean, the guy's a former spy. He's going to say whatever he can to agitate. That's that's how he does things. He's not going to... Like, you think it's going to be a truth bomb just because you like what he's saying? 
Speaking of truth bombs, a new poll finds that one in five Americans believe that Taylor Swift is involved in a conspiracy to reelect Joe Biden. <laughs> conspiracy? It's called a campaign. 20% of Americans. <laughs> this is insane. How is this a conspiracy? <laughs> it's crazy. That's like saying Jim Caviezel, whatever his name Jim is. Jim Caviezel, yeah, yeah. He's from Michelin. Uh, <laughs> he likes hamburgers. <laughs> then, then, oh, that... Come on now. That was over the Don't line. Dig up the past. That was over the line. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a cheap shot. Dave Rage can't say hamburglar. Oh, that's okay. I can't now. Hamburglar. I'm not hey. saying a word anymore. You have to hit nope. ham real hard. <laughs> Why do I have this job? I can't talk. This, this is stupid. Rachel, have you listened to everybody else on the show? Yeah, I was gonna that's say. why I have it. Yeah. <laughs> hamburglar. Is one of my favorite words of all time. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like that should be. It does. Yes, sound it like does. It You're yes. right. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that sounds better than the real one. <laughs> the FDA is going to review ecstasy for treating PTSD in clinical settings. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. They. Um, so studies have shown a decrease in depression, anxiety, and stress among users of certain psychedelic drugs. Uh, the symptoms are common to PTSD, which often affects military members and veterans who have been in combat. So, I mean, I'm all for especially helping these people, like yeah. whatever we can do to make it better. I'm all for a clinical trial like that. And my final story here, Mark Zuckerberg says he's, quote, pretty surprised that the Quest 3 headset is better than Apple's Vision Pro. So, you know, this is just his opinion. Mm-hmm. But and which one does a, he make again? He makes the Quest 3. <laughs> 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 um, he must be shocked. <laughs> I can't believe he would say that. <laughs> he says he thinks the Quest is frankly more comfortable, has a wider field of view, and offers a brighter screen. I have seen that a lot of people are returning their Vision Pro. Oh, really? Uh, just saying, like, there's not enough to do with it yet, and it's way yeah. too expensive for what it is. So, it, anxious to see how that's going to evolve. I could be wrong, but if I had $100 billion, much less 200 you would have to flip me over with a giant spatula just to avoid bed sores. <laughs> I would do so little. Like, these guys are still like, oh, I think my I think my AI glasses are the best. I'd be like, my whole right leg is a bed sore because I have not moved in four years. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. R.I.P. The inventor of Pop-Tarts has died at the ripe old age of 96. Wow, 96. That is a life well lived right there. Yeah. Good I don't for care that, what dude. the hell else that guy did in his life. Nope. He could have punched baby deer all day. <laughs> Mr. Post. He probably would have run away at some point. And I don't mean this to be offensive because the man just died. I'm not saying he should do it. But if I did it, if I invented the Pop-Tart, given our modern technology, what you can do with graves... That's what I would want. Pop tart for the uh, headstone. Push it. No, you just push a button. My body oh, comes up. No. Goes back down. I'm glad he lived long enough to see the <laughs> freeze him in carbonite like Han Solo. Edible, <laughs> edible pop tart mascot. That's what I'm glad about. <clears throat> Two kids just got the first uh, scholarship to play Division One. Fill in the blank. Anyone know? Bowling. Nope. Worse. Hmm. Poker. Pickleball. Worse. Worse than pickleball. Cornhole. Oh, oh, come on. Division one cornhole. For real? Yep. Two kids from Colorado just awarded the first ever athletic scholarships to play D1 cornhole. What? 
something that something that drunk people can play at tailgates <laughs> is a scholarship sport. Well, drunk people can play anything, <laughs> uh, <laughs> not safely, not safely. Um, do they have to do it for? Is it like really far away? Maybe do they have to like throw it 50, 60 yards? No, to- just regular cornhole. I saw a story on the news last night about this kid who's number one in the world in pinball machines. And it, it was treated as so quaint, like, look at this. He's not playing video games. He's on the pinball machine. <laughs> yeah, right. Because it's not man, the like same 40, thing. 40, 50 years ago, this would have been like, this kid is going down on yeah, yeah. a stormy path. I got a, uh, on this thing, one of my friends texted me his son's in high school. His son is like the number one ranked gamer mm-hmm. in the state where they live. Like, well, how's that hit you? I, I mean, you think it, cornhole's dumb, do you think that esports <clears throat> are dumb? No, no, I don't. I don't think cornhole's dumb. I'm just being a jerk. Um, well, I mean, kind of. But the video, it's interesting in that one of the reasons why it's getting big and one of the reasons why everybody likes that it's um, getting, their people are getting scholarships and competing because they feel like a lot of those skills are going to be important moving into the future with being able to use remotes for things like drones and things along those lines. So there is actually potential career opportunities beyond that. For for skills outside, like the military really likes people who can operate yeah. those things. They're looking for those professional gamers to, to do right. certain tasks. Uh, can you tell the story about the acorn? Yeah. Do you want to hear the audio? Yeah. All right. So you told this story. I think you mentioned it yesterday. But the audio you're going to hear here, this is a police officer in Florida. They have just arrested someone and put him in the back of a cruiser. And he's walking back toward the cruiser. The officer is. And... An acorn falls on the car next to him, and this is his reaction. Sorry, give me just one second to get it up here. Shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired! He was hit? Uh, Okay, so this is, again, that was his reaction to an acorn falling on the car right next to him as he's walking past it. He fell to the ground, turned and emptied his clip into his cruiser where there was a prisoner in the back seat. Unreal. That's not good. Yelled, I'm hit, I'm hit. And then he, he kind of like scrambles away. He gets behind another car parked yeah. in a driveway. He's telling people, stay in your houses. And he's still, he, and he's putting in more clips. Like he's still shooting. He doesn't know what he's shooting at. He doesn't right. see anyone because nobody. he's no longer a cop, right? No, he, he was, he, he resigned. Yeah. Should he be prosecuted? Yes. You're emptying your clip at nothing. Yeah. His partner did it too. His partner is the one you can hear going, is yeah. it there? And he goes, yeah, right there. And I'm going to tell just you a story, opening. and you're going to call me a liar to my face, but I have witnesses. Uh, when I lived in Kirkwood, I was uh, we had lots of trees, and I was walking up the uh, uh, driveway, and suddenly I get dizzy, and I have blood trickling down my face, and I look up, and I see the squirrel who threw, not an acorn, you know what a Brazil nut is? Yeah. I don't know how this little mofo got a Brazil nut, but he threw it at me and he hit me and then he was doing this toward me. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 